Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of Pridecast, where I welcome you, Emma, who um, takes part in the channel what's called, or channel called Making of Me. Good morning. Right then, Emma, so um, this morning, uh, just introduce yourself um, and your journey. Sure, definitely. So, my name's Emma. Um, I'm 25 years old. Um, I was assigned male at birth, so I'm a trans woman, um, which means I've transitioned from male to female um, over the past three to four years now. Um, I've been on a documentary on Channel 4 showing the first one to two years of my transition. So that's why I've been invited here today. Thank you. Um, So if I just go to someone from the LGBT forum just to ask you a couple of questions. Did you get over the course of your transformation? What was that, sorry? What support did you get over the course of this? Ah, right, okay. So, um, basically, to give you some backstory, I suppose, um, while I was at high school, um, probably about 14, 15, I started to realise there was something not quite right, but it wasn't until I was probably 18, 19 that I actually learned what transgender actually was and sort of um, how that applied to myself. So throughout high school, there wasn't really much in the way of support um, because you've got to remember this was about eight, eight or nine years ago now. Um, I do know that there are now sort of lots of resources online and stuff, and I'll provide some links to those um, to go underneath the, the podcast. Um, but the first real support I got from like an organization would probably be at my university. So when I let them know I was going to transition, um, they effectively sort of rushed really quickly to get all of my documentation changed over to my new name um, before I um, sort of left university. This meant that I didn't have to come back and change all of my certificates and stuff later on. Um, I know that schools and colleges can also do the same thing um, if you are going to change your name and stuff uh, prior to you leaving. so in terms of support from organisations, that's it. Um, I, I did have a lot of support from initially my friends um, because I told um, a close-knit group of my friends first um, and they helped me through the early days of sort of my transition and sort of supporting me to be myself um, and sort of gaining the confidence to then tell my family who um, then also helped as, as time went on. Brilliant, thank you. Um, next question. Right, so thank you so much, Emma. We were also wondering um, what kind of barriers did you face during your journey? Yeah, so there were a few. Um, so I think the first big one, as I've already sort of alluded to, was probably myself. So until you sort of know what sort of transgender means and um, sort of all of the different knowledge that goes with understanding the sort of LGBT spectrum. Um, You you don't really know how that can apply to yourself. So, you know, you just get this sort of vague feeling of of not being right um, in your own skin and not quite understanding um, why. And that was the biggest challenge. Like first understanding what was wrong and then sort of, I guess, admitting to it because it's quite scary when you first um, realise you might be trans, to, to know that um, there's this like huge big um, void of sort of like 
not knowing enough and sort of not understanding what this means for you. So that was the first bit. What advice would you give students who are questioning their gender identity? Sure. Okay. So um, first of all is don't panic. Um, it, it, it can be quite scary, but just, just stay calm and sort of don't worry. Know that you're not alone and there are lots of people who do go through this and that you will get through this. Um, take your time to do some research and sort of understand yourself and understand where you really want to go from there um, and sort of what options you've got and what your situation is. Um, build a strong network of friends who will support you through sort of thick and thin. Um, the best time to do this is sort of school, college and university. Um, there are lots of sort of um, different groups you can join um, for various different interests and you can make friends and things through those. Um, I will speak to Ms Smith and see about including a number of links to helpful websites um, yeah. that can sort of give more um, sort of so how to put it more um, informative advice in terms of like um, where to, how to understand what's going on with you and things like that yeah we were talking about um is it the mermaid charity mermaids yeah so mermaids is um one of the largest um trans charities in the uk and they deal with um transgender youth um so they're a really good resource for um both yourself and for your parents um to help understand and sort of um as a safe space to um talk to other trans youth brilliant yeah um is, it, is there any other things you wanted to say emma about advice um i think that covers it because there, there is a lot um but i think those those are the three three key things sort of don't panic <laughs> Um, and take take time to understand yourself and build a strong network of friends if you can. Um, that that would be the the three main. Um... Yeah, I think I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, and just adding on to that, um, how did you kind of cope with the gender dysphoria aspect? And do you also have any tips for other people that might be struggling a bit with that? Okay, sure. So I think um, the biggest thing when it comes to gender dysphoria is um, initially it's quite overwhelming so you've just got to sort of do little things to make yourself more comfortable in your body so for me that was um, even when I was presenting as male I would sort of do things like shave my legs um, paint my toenails because these are obviously things that you you never really show to the outside world so they make you feel a bit more comfortable with yourself even if they're only baby steps um, and then from there I mean on occasion I'd wear things like leggings underneath my trousers um, when it was particularly cold just to sort of like um, I guess take take almost the edge off the dysphoria to start with. Um, I think the other big thing that I will say is that it helps to focus on other issues as well. So um, for me when I was early in my transition I focused on things like getting my degree doing well in college or high school um, and sort of getting a job so don't build your your identity in your life just around being um, transgender you've got to sort of um, focus on other things um, because transition sort of takes time 
um, it all takes time. So you've got to make sure you have lots of other interests and things to keep you occupied, if only to keep your mind off um, your gender dysphoria. But starting out, I think the best thing is to do little things until you're comfortable with doing bigger things um, or until you, you come out and you can do um, the whole sort of social transition. Um, so that would be my advice for, for coping, at least initially with it. Brilliant. Um, is there anything else? There's one more. Um, what do you think, in your opinion, schools could do to aid people transitioning? Okay, so I think... Oh, is it cut out? Oh, no! Right. And finally, what do you think, in your opinion, schools could do to help people who are transitioning? Okay, so I think um, the first thing schools could do is see if they can gather a database of sort of um, online resources and sort of specialist um, resources that they could signpost to um, people who are maybe questioning their gender or need sort of greater support. Um, I think the second thing is maybe to foster a strong LGBT community within the school. Um, possibly some sort of support groups in school for all of the kids who might be LGBT in some form or another, whether it be um, gay, bi or trans or um, any of the other um, elements of LGBT+. Plus. Um, I, th I think those are the two main ones and just sort of um, making sure that there is a high level of sort of education and awareness of trans, of trans issues and LGBT issues more widely among um, all of the pupils and staff. That includes things like um, assemblies and sort of specialist books and maybe some PHSE lessons. I think those are the main, main things they could do. Definitely. Well, this, this podcast can be part of um, like LGBTQ Student Week and this is the start of us raising awareness within schools. Definitely. Um, and supporting students as much as possible so we really really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us today um and yeah thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day thank you, thank thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.